Welcome to Whiskey Wednesdays, a podcast session with Manny Carrera, your real estate resourcer. Here we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers and shakers of El Paso, Texas, showcasing their experiences and successes along with a unique glass of whiskey every episode. Enjoy. What is up, y'all? Manny Carrera, your real estate resource, and this is episode number 36 of Whiskey Wednesday podcast sessions where we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, my friends, we are gonna be sitting with a special guest. This gentleman, I actually ran into him at the club, right? And he uh, introduced me to his newest album that just hit iTunes today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Lil Six Six. What's up, bro? What's going on, brother? Cheers, man. Cheers. Uh... Welcome to the podcast. Glad for you to be on. I'm glad yeah, you no, found the house, too. No, yeah, it's, fucking, lost. it's a pleasure to be here. I mean, the house was lost, but... Yeah, going back to that uh, album drop. Actually, he dropped uh, a few weeks ago, but yeah, oh, it's very, very congrats. new. Yeah, it's congrats, uh, put put a work into that, and you know, watching time, see if it pay it paying off though. You know, it's it, good it, getting it, that exposure for sure, yeah, right? For sure. Cool, bro. Well, really excited to have you on and tell and you know introduce yourself to our viewers. Tell them your story and you know where they could find your music. I actually had a chance to listen to your album after you recommended me to it at the club, and uh, it's really cool, bro. It bumps in my car for sure. My favorite song I was mentioning oh, to you oh, yeah. before this uh, podcast was "I Don't Care." I don't care. My favorite one too. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a just, really cool. It's a banger. It's, it's just that sure. when I was on that, I don't care. And you know what's funny? And I swear, you you hear a lot of most of these artists say, you know what, the best song that comes out in the album is like gonna be a throwaway you know it's I've, that's kind of a common thing it's mm-hmm. just ironic you know the one song that's gonna be a throwaway i don't care it was gonna be a throwaway i was like, throwaway like, just like like it was not gonna be on the album out for free no it's gonna be, not gonna be on the album okay because it was just like i had my producer um for the whole almost like at least three-fourths of the whole album uh flowers he uh man gets down on the on the beats he produced it he's local he's from el paso texas cool. too i knew him Briefly in high school, but we didn't link, and so I had gotten out. And uh, yeah, this man. One time, I just I was like, "Yo, man!" And he usually only did, you know, like golf boy click, like uh, like a more of a uh, like more screamo type rap, like I'm um, talking about like uh, X. not even X, more than that, like uh, Suicide Boys, like uh, like goth, like it's literally like goth rap. It's a yeah. Every, yeah, yeah. every genre now is coming out crazy, yeah, yeah. you know. It is. I think a lot of music. Uh, we is all know Old Town Road, you know. Fucking yeah, the country. But <laughs> no, this man, this man was more of a, you know, screamo type rap producer. And then one time I was just like, yo, but he's good. Like I That's heard cool. his talent, and I hit him up, and I was like, yo, man, uh, this, this, and this. We need to. I, I'm down to crank on this album, you know. And he said, all right. And the album is what nine tracks. He must have sent me. Must have sent me like 24 out of 24 26 beats that he sent me he sent me about like five packs five packs of five um so you sifted through all these beats yeah out of 25 beats nine nine became songs and i don't care it was about to be I, I don't care it was finished like three days before the album dropped like it was like last minute it was like it's cool. i was like, i was a little bit annoyed when i was recording it really? but it, it came out good i mean I'm not yeah sure i liked it man it sounds good the quality is good um yeah. the graphics pretty dope too so oh yeah the graphic um, a, lot, a lot of people ask me about the graphic um like what is the graphic what yeah is yeah so we'll for sure put a, a picture of what 
<laughs> well, for sure, put a picture of your uh, your artwork here, but I'm looking at your your album right now, your album picture, and that's fucking crazy. So tell me a little bit about your your uh, artwork here. We got your uh, picture loading in a sec. It's uh, okay. So Major League Drip people are like. Major League Drip, what is that, like Major League Baseball? No, it's not like baseball. I mean, I like, I like baseball, but it's not what it is. I'm more of a... Definitely my top interest is like technology and rap and some sports, yeah. But anyway, it's not baseball. And it, what it is, rappers like... I mean, it started off a while ago, but like Young Thug. I mean, a lot of people take credit that says Gunna started the term Drip. It's been around. Uh, what is drip? Drip is like your sense. I know what drip is. I feel like I got because drip. a lot of people don't. I got some drip. <laughs> Definitely, drip is like your sense of style, like how you go about yourself, right. um, you know how you look, and even like, like if your personality, like if it's like in a certain vibe, like style. Yeah, it's like, I mean, that could be. Yeah, people say, you know. Um, like he ain't got the drip <laughs> he got the drip they're applying it like in a sense of like yeah he got a good sense of fashion but I think it goes a little bit beyond that I think it goes like it goes like well the way I see drip is like more like like see like your essence whatever and that picture you say you're gonna share um just three portraits at the top of me and it's just like some of my inspirations actually top, my top three inspirations um so, so top, top left there? is um little Wayne you know he's Hell yeah. Uh, Me too, bro. Commonly, I love Lil Wayne. Yeah, fuck yeah. He's one of the GOATs. Obviously, that's why he's Who's the it, What's your favorite album? Lil Wayne? Yeah. And Because he has so many. Yeah. People told me, like, oh, well, I'm such a Lil Wayne fan that my friends call me Toonchi. They don't really, they call me Six Six, but that's just most, pe- most people. But <laughs> my friends call me Toonchi, just, that's what I grew up with, just because I, uh, Lil Wayne was like, such an inspiration to me. Right. Um, my favorite album off, I didn't start liking him actually until he got like newer stuff, which is when a lot of people stopped liking him and then they came back. And then a lot of people say, no, I, I think I, I'm one of those people. <laughs> I like his old shit. Yeah. I think I like the dedications and, and all the, the, you know, Carter One and oh. Two and when Hot Carter Boys. One, go DJing. Yeah, yeah, like, I like that little way for sure. 2007, I think, is when I was like infatuated with this dude. I used yeah. to listen to him a lot in high school too. Yeah, he's badass. He's yeah. a badass dude. Well, <clears throat> what did you like Carter Three? I liked Carter Three. <laughs> I'm probably gonna a lot of people are gonna bag on me for this, man. But I mean, Carter Two is good. I like Hustler music. That's about it. It's a song on it. <laughs> Carter One was too young to listen to it. Car- uh, <laughs> Carter Three. Didn't understand that. Like, nah. What is he talking? I didn't even know. <laughs> and I didn't want to go back to that. I mean, yeah. I listened to it, but I couldn't get into it the same as like my developing years. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Carter 3, bro, Carter 3 was all right. Oh, my God, I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? Carter 3 was all right So, Carter me. 4 is when you kind of start getting into him, would you say? It's just like, when he dropped Steady Mobbing, when he started forming Young Money is when I really got into him. Uh, you know, Steady Mobbing? Right, right. Steady Mobbing, and then he, he dropped Dedication 4, which is like one of the newer dedications. Yeah, yeah Carter Carter 4, definitely. He, has a, he already had that new sound. People cool. were calling him gay because... He was wearing like these tight leopard pants. And that's like, kind of where like I think everything is now, right? Yeah, and I'm like, bro, this man's a pioneer. Follow. This man's a yeah. pioneer for Jan. You couldn't see. You couldn't, <laughs> a lot of people you couldn't see that. Sosa's wearing leopard pants behind his mic right now, and and no one could see. But I wish you guys could. I'm wearing white pants. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's crazy. So who's this, who's the next guy? We got a 
some nigga green over here. Did you taste this yet? I did. You know what? We fucking skipped this. We got right into this shit. <laughs> we're gonna take a pause. We're 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 I'm we left off right here. Alright. We're drinking some whiskey today, right? Yeah. I said we're drinking whiskey and we are. Uh we're actually drinking four grains straight bourbon. This was actually sent to me from a realtor in Colorado. This is a Colorado based whiskey. It's pretty good, right? What I haven't tried it. I'm gonna oh, try you it. Out first. it? Nope. Damn, hold on, cheers. Oh brother. my bad, brother. I've been drinking it this whole time. Good. I love whiskey. Oh, it's good. You said you're a whiskey drinker too. Right? <laughs> I like whiskey too, but I like a little bit of ice cubes in there. Ice cubes? <laughs> Ross? Yeah, I like meat. I'm meat? Like a meat is the real way to enjoy it. Out, straight out the bottle and I'll drink it. Oh, you fucking like You got another So, <laughs> what does this taste like? What do you, what do you think about this? Tastes like, uh, <clears throat> tastes like some you honey. Some honey? And then I can definitely taste that uh, Colorado Springs, um, you know, area. <laughs> oh, shit. Colorado Springs. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I so, can taste it. Shout out to Colorado. Um, but for sure, I get some wood. I, it does taste a little oaky to me. Oh yeah, definitely. It's yeah. It's good. It's it has good. a really good smooth taste. I like it. I would buy yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'll buy seven of them. I need another one. If you can, send me another one from Colorado. They only sell this in Colorado. Like, you have to get this really? shit. Really? Or you have to buy it directly from there, yeah. Oh, that's it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It's, it's local. That much more space. That's crazy, yeah, for sure. So, really good whiskey. We're drinking also some topo. Um, back to your album, right? Who's that middle dude right here? Because this dude looks crazy. Okay, so the middle... You got a long ass. Also, I didn't say Little Wayne is, has horns on his head. Because he's the GOAT, you know, characterizes in the rap, rap game. A lot of people call him the goal so that's why i put them all three of the portraits are supposed to be animals but they're also rappers they're just in their animal form <laughs> so this middle guy so middle guy is yeah is a snake so commonly referred to as king slime young doug is uh definitely one of my inspirations you know i remember four years ago when i first got into thug i was like yo this it's because you his album at the time was barter six you hopped on his album at the time and it was just it's uh it was just like it's just like you had a weird time listening to it. You had a fun time listening to it. it like you're, you're just like, whoa, what did I just listen to? Yeah. And it's like so funky, and you're like, is that even rap? I it was rap to me. I loved it. The instant I heard it, I was like, I know this is gold. This is gonna go somewhere. And I can tell anybody publicly that I like Young Thug in twenty fifteen because it'd be like, dude, you're gay. Other than that, that's when he was wearing a. Was he? Yeah. Like, I remember all the yeah, 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 yeah. He had like a yeah. He's always had crazy shit on. But, but uh, yeah, that's not lifestyle. No lipstick on or some shit. Nah. Like he, <laughs> but, but he, yeah, yeah. He started rocking something. And it was just everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Well, he had the. He was the first one with the septum piercing, like oh, all okay. rounded off, like a looked pretty feminine. But I thought it right. looked dope. And that song lifestyle was in. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And lifestyle. Yeah. So also loves that song too. Yeah. That's why he has a leopard Yeah, that song. That song goes dope. But uh, got into more deep. So. He's a snake. They, they burned, he started that whole YSL drip slime shit. Well, he didn't start slime shit, but he definitely put it out there for this generation of kids to know what it is, like to understand it. So that's why I put him as a snake, you know, King Cobra. And actually, if you look at it, he's got a styrofoam cup from his tail and it's dripping some of it and it's falling into my palm of my hand. And that's the, that's the major league drip. Like 
I got their influence and it's like passing down to me. So, so like next came. Yeah, it's like, it's like next like step. <clears throat> That's like, cool. This is a lot deeper than the fucking picture. Holy shit. It's just what you see, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the final one has got to be my favorite rapper right now for the last four, four years. Young Thug, don't get me wrong, definitely huge inspiration. But Lil Uzi is supposed to be the one on the right and the octopus form. Um, if you're like, why is he an octopus? It's uh, <laughs> if you heard the song New Paddock, New Paddock on my wrist. Whatever. Um, it's a reference to that song because uh, there's a part in a verse where he says, "I am an octopus. I put water on my tentacles so I can breathe," or some shit like that. And he says, "I'm an octopus." So I was just like, so like "You have to be an octopus." I'm like, "That is an octopus." <laughs> and he said it himself. He's an octopus. <laughs> hey, I'm t- I might be whatever he wants. You know, he's also a goat in my book. All three of them are goats in my books. So who uh, who helped you with this artwork? Did you just did shout you out to local? my uh, shout out to my book. This is not local. This is the only part of the album that's actually two beats on the album are also not local. But the uh, the artwork came from uh, L.A. Dope. It's a tattoo artist over there. He also does graphics for uh, uh, other artists. His name is uh, Landeros Landeros Inc. Landeros underscore Inc. That's his name and. Uh, yeah, he actually, uh, where I saw him, he did a cover art for Lil Ominous. He's actually, Lil Ominous is featured on my album. If you're wondering who that is, that's uh, Lil Pump's cousin. Dope. Uh, they don't get along too well, I know. Too well I right actually, now. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. It's a viral video <laughs> talking shit yeah. to him about his family, right? Like, no, Ominous is crazy, bro. He's uh, definitely, definitely helped me out with the album. I fuck, I fucking, I fucking that man. You know, he helped me out. That's cool. That's my brother. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he he put some he definitely put some some seasoning on my album I feel and uh, that's that's how I met him because this guy that did my album cover art that was had previously done for Hominus. That's it. So that's how I seen him. That's cool, man. Yeah. So you know, obviously you have a lot going on with the album dropping a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have you have some big features. It sounds like too, right? Yeah, and yeah. Some, some big collaborations behind it. Um. Talk to me about kind of the process. How was the process like for you? Is this this is your first album? Yeah, it's my uh, and you know what? I was uh, well, it took me a while to drop an album. First, I had to uh, I had to go really explore like, and I'm not done with SoundCloud. I'm not done with it by any means. Like, I still plan to upload tracks to SoundCloud, but definitely got started with SoundCloud. I had like nine, ten songs on there. Uh, a couple of them were played on one hundred four point three. So it, it got good attention. I had a live interview with them too. That's cool. So yeah, I started off SoundCloud and then, but SoundCloud only takes you so far because even though you can blow up, you can blow up off of, uh, what is it? Type beats on YouTube, you know, least like beats you just get for free off YouTube. Right. You, you can blow up off them if you get a big enough hit, you know? Because once people hear something and they like it, it's going to be there. It's not, you know, it's, it's done. Uh, so... But that only takes you so far because it does give you limitations. So I decided to start working with an actual producer, producers locally who who knew what I was going for, who like kept, were able to captivate the image I was like looking for musically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very, you know, whenever I talk to my producers, Flowers, for example, uh, I'm always telling them, hey, oh, uh, if I'm feeling a special type of vibe, like, like when... Uh, when he made uh when he made cash out or I don't care off the album, I was very specific. Like and you're like, what do you mean? I was like, um, hey man, I you know I'm on some midnight 
Batman car, Lil Uzi slime shit. What do you got for me? And he's like, okay, I got you. And so I told him, he sent me one of the beats for I don't care. And yeah, it just sounds like a nighttime. Sounds like Batman just gave you that. Yeah, feel. I just told him I'm gonna Batman midnight yeah. vibe slime, and he understood. It's just music, you know. You have to communicate, and and it's just how it works. So that's crazy. Yeah. So you, you kind of put the the seed, and he just kind of yeah went yeah. He he, the... he was able to understand. He was able to understand me. That's why I linked up so good with them. That's cool. Yeah. So obviously that album was a big part of where you're at right now and where your career has kind of gotten you. Yeah. Where did it start for you? So... When did Bill 6-6? Okay, yeah. So... Start rapping. So definitely have to attribute that to... Um, yeah, to Lil Uzi. So what happened was that I was always inspired by Lil Wayne's music. Eighth grade was when I first heard him. And then first high school, I just kept, kept hearing him. And I'm like, yo, like... I love rap music. I love it it's so good. Like, it's I feel I see like there's a secret like art behind it. Right. Like, there's an art. So when I was just uh, got to a point where when I was 23 right now, um, when I was 20, or, uh, I just really really got into Lil Uzi like into like a season. Like I, f- I found out of him before a lot of people heard about him, about him like in. It was right, I was wrong, or P's and Q's. I heard about him way before, and when I started really liking him, I'm like, yo, uh, Uzi's badass and he's so talented, but he's only he's only one year older than me. I'm like, you know, what is stopping me if like, you know, if I, if he's just one year older than me, it's like somebody, I can do it. And he motivated me to, to say, hey, you know what, I'm gonna get down and do this. And, and a lot of a lot of it, I started on my own. You know, I bought a program on a computer, and I started off. I always started, and I kept the same program all throughout. Pro Tools. Well, I tried out a free trial program like for a couple of weeks, but right. which one's the one that stuck? Pro Tools. Pro Tools, Pro Tools is a. It's very good. It, it's a very good program, and I learned. I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna. I'm at a spot where I want to make music. I don't have fucking. I don't have. Four, five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars to be spending every week on studio time. <clears throat> right. I don't have it. You know. Oh, yeah. I gotta make something out of this. You gotta start somewhere. So I had to learn how to mix the vocals myself. So the whole album was mixed by me. Oh really? Yeah. I I made all the effects like on my voice, and even though I don't use auto tune, a lot of people tell me you need to cut back on the auto tune, and a lot of people hate on me in general on Instagram comments. <laughs> That's fine, but yeah. uh, I'm like I've, I've never used the I've never used the I've used auto tune a couple of tracks, but no auto tune on the whole album, and most of it is just, you know, mixing. It. But I did all the mixing, and uh, yeah, I gave real personal taste to the album. That's cool. So that so as far as it starting, it kind of took that. Where where exactly did you feel like? Okay, Lil Uzi is an inspiration for you. Right. Um, you know, he's he's only a year older than you. Yeah. And you got kind of got that age out of the way, right? That age or the number, and you yeah. got motivated to kind of yeah. start that thing. Yeah. So, when walk me through kind of your first introduction to the rest of the world, like, hey, I'm a rapper now. Okay. Because I think that's a big time. <laughs> and actually, just to kind of tell you something quick, I used to rap. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, bro, like, like <laughs> for real, bro, like, wait, wait, like, can't put it down. for real, bro, like, way back in the day, I used to rap, and I remember 
like we used to, me and my cousin, we used to do a lot of shows here too and stuff. It was badass. But El Paso was in a different time. Hell yeah. This was like seven years ago, eight years Hell ago. Yeah. And I remember that the first time that I told people or I even put a video, because it was, Instagram wasn't even out yet, mm. but I put a video of me and the song that I wrote, uh, very first one, I put it on Facebook, bro, and I was like, oh, fuck, like, you know, I was scared. Yeah, yeah, of course. But what was you. that like for you, that experience where you had to kind of, you know, you, you're, you're inspired, you, you love music, you have that passion, but now it's time to introduce it to the world. What was that experience like for you? You know what? I feel like that experience could be rough just because a lot of people are very quick to hate and uh, they see you and they're like, oh my God, this kid's a clown, he's a rapper. Um, first of all, fuck you. Second of all, uh, that's not how I gonna be, but people are quick to hate. So what I, first of all, you gotta have your mind above the rest of the people. You can't, you cannot let people get to you, otherwise you yeah. can't rap. But you can't do anything. These people are just always gonna, you could look at the most positive thing on Instagram. Literally, <laughs> that, that's what I look for now. Like, uh, so have you cut out negativity? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I pay zero attention to it. You can't pay attention to it because it eats you up. Mm -hmm. uh, Kid Cudi, today I saw a thing. Kid Cudi donates $10,000 to homeless people at Popeyes. And it could be the nicest thing in the world. People are gonna find something negative about it, yeah. and it's hilarious to me. They, they were, they were like, they were like, ten thousand Popeyes chicken to homeless, and then <laughs> the comments it was like, dumbass churches would have gotten double. Why would you give them that anyway? It's bad for their arteries, huh? What about the people on the other side of town? What'd you get them? Like, you're, just like, <laughs> yeah. you're not gonna win anything, and it's just like, so true. it's like you can't, you can't pay, you can't pay any mind to it. You can pay mind to it if you want to laugh. But don't take it serious. Because um, first of all, they're not serious when they tell you. Because you know what? I've gotten a lot of hate hate mail, hate comments on Instagram. I have never gotten one person to tell me your music sucks to my face. Mm -hmm. Why? Why is that? Because you don't mean it or they're scared? Well, it's just the world we're living in too. Like Social media is literally that fucking curtain that you have and gives power yeah. to the people that are scared to say those things out loud. But if you have that curtain... Where you're invisible, in a sense. Yeah, you know, they're going to say whatever the fuck you want to say. Yeah. No. And uh, you had just asked me about, uh, so how was that experience for me? Uh, that experience. And the first, you know, going out cold turkey and saying I'm a rapper one day to the next is kind of tough, I would imagine. Because that's how it has to happen, right? But no. It's for example, no. for me, uh, no, it doesn't, that, that's not how it has to happen. For example, for me, it didn't happen that way because... Before I commit, I became a rapper. Like mm -hmm. I've been rapping for like a year and eight months. So before a year and eight months ago, or ten months now, um, the way I would get, uh, I, I would love to upload snippets or not snippets, just parts of songs, you know, from different different songs like right. that I that I fuck with, like right. Lil Uzi, Lil Wayne to Instagram, or just like a little cool video. Right. And it would get it would get plays. Sometimes I would do a little dance to them. It would get plays, and I was just like. You know, people know I like music and they look at me so that's kind of how but yeah first time I said hey yeah first time I said hey I dropped this on SoundCloud go listen to it yeah I get people were like hmm. yeah mm -hmm. like yeah so you got some you got some hate obviously but what was the what was the positive oh the positive is a lot the positive always overcomes the negative um I have a lot of a lot of people who support me you know um, I have a I have a big group of friends, that, like best friends, I would say, uh, BCB, that's my, my niggas right there, and uh, 
they really always provided a positive environment for me to rap. Actually, I started rapping because um, first, before I started rapping, I was gonna manage one of my one of my uh, one of my best friends. Uh, his name is uh, JD Beck. He's also uh, a, a rapper from El Paso, and he was rapping before me. And I was like, "Yo, Jay, like you're really good, bro. You gotta you gotta go to the top." And uh, yeah, and he was one of the main reasons that I started rapping too. He, if it wasn't for him, I probably would not have started rapping because uh, Justin was so close to me, and I saw him do it first, and he made it e- he made it look easy. Um, and I was like, "Yo, yo, you gotta help me." And at first, I was just gonna manage him, and then like, "Yo, we can do this together." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, bro, let's get it." And, uh, and we ever since then, um, we've both been doing really good. The first time I had uh, gotten a show, the first time like or whatever you wanna call it, was. Uh, competition it was at the low brown oh, it was a they closed it right you know i thought they said that but we're still open my, <laughs> girl, my girl was telling me that a playboy cardi is coming like in a month i'm like yeah oh, i'm gonna go open for that man card all right <laughs> uh, <just>, hopefully <laughs> we'll see um but yeah um so it was like a showcase tour of local talent and even people from arizona rappers from arizona came from other neighboring states and uh, every person had a 15 minute on stage and then the person with the uh, the person who got the most likes or whatever would win or the, who was favorited how was that uh how was one how who, who won who won oh okay i i won i won <laughs> you won yeah i won congrats <laughs> <laughs> that's all bro <laughs> how's what <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So you won yeah, I won that. And that was your first time yeah, kind of in front of people? Yeah, that was my first time in front of people. I was definitely like, what the fuck going on? Actually, J.D. Beck performed with me. J.D. Beck performed with me, and uh, we won. And I was just like, what? Like, I won. And after that, they gave me a... F- they told me to... Uh, I got a free trip to uh, to Arizona to perf- to have the contest over there. Dope. Yeah, and uh, I did. I went over there, and uh, uh, some other some other person won. But it's supposed to be most people in the club or something. And this man didn't have anybody in the club for him. Like maybe two people in the club were for him. And I guess he had a lot of Instagram followers, and they all voted. Oh shit! Instagram, so he won. And at Damn. that point, I was just like, all right. But after that, came back to El Paso told what happened at the radio station they started playing my music and uh i've been getting shows uh shows ever since then where were a couple of places that you've been performing uh i performed at um i performed at love buzz i perf- love, love buzz bro I love buzz is my favorite love buzz yeah. wednesdays you know wednesday <laughs> i'm gonna you see that's um that's like what Flowers produced first, like emo rap. Oh yeah, yeah. I like emo. It's fucking badass. Emo, it's fact. Hey, music's crazy. It's all tastes, all freaking, so many different varieties, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just like whiskey, you know, so many different. <laughs> yeah. What would you say are three three essential things that you need when recording a song, a banger? Uh, okay, well it can't be any noise in the room. Uh, <laughs> it's Jesus. quiet. Alright, um, no noise in the room, and, okay, well, 
Yeah, there's a couple right. components that are already like based and they're like you yeah, have right. to have a soundproof location right, right. like I'm not going to go put my mic in that corner over there and so let's assume that the it's already soundproof ready but what are three essentials that right. you I gotta little 6-6 six, six needs I gotta get high okay. I gotta get high cool I smoke I smoke quick on the gas sometimes I smoke long on the gas it's all good <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying uh, I gotta listen to something to inspire me real fast and uh I always freestyle. I always start my reps freestyle. Yeah? Always. Over the beat or over? Over the beat. Okay. Yeah, so what happened, put, put whatever I'm going to rap to. And I don't like hearing beats like before even one time before I rap on them. Like I like to them to be fresh off my mind. Like Just never before heard. Yeah. If I hear them one time before it, it does, I, I'm not going to say it fucks me up, but it can influence me. Mm-hmm. And it's not organic. Um, most of my being, like most of the songs that I've killed, I'm not gonna say most of them were one one takes, but a lot of them were. I kept the idea from the original and I maintained, but also something I do throughout all my music. I always, for a song to be complete, it takes me about a week. It takes me two weeks maybe mm-hmm. on songs. The longest song I've ever taken is like a month, but I changed it like four times. People don't know that, huh? Like it's a three minute song and. It could oh, take yes. two weeks, three weeks. Yes, yes. It's just it's really complete. It's just that I'm not gonna release something that I'm not comfortable. And I've released music that I'm not comfortable. I'm I haven't released it. I have hopped in the track for people and they release it like way early, way before mm-hmm. the mixing was done. And I'm like, what are you what are you what is he doing? Like right. but it's just part of the industry. Yeah. The industry at all. Yeah, started some the industry. Shit, some bad shit, yeah. So talk to me about that because that's definitely one of the questions I want to talk to you about. I feel like, you know, in the, in the last seven, eight years, El Paso has just fucking changed like crazy. If you didn't know, I, I used oh. to live in um, Miami. I lived out there for four years. Oh, shit. And I came back two years ago. But before I left, El Paso was completely different. I came back because I see where El Paso is headed right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's headed to be a really big city you know we have a lot of talent right now we have a lot of things going on we have a beautiful city we got beautiful weather beautiful people and it's just everything's there to really create something special and um that's kind of what i see now in el paso you know it's, it's crazy to see that but um most definitely how do you how do you feel like nowadays the music industry is here in el paso what is the music music industry like Right. Cardi B sold out in like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> no, we got big artists coming out. Right? No, but uh, man, it's just the whole population of Paso changed in general, like in the last four years. Like, uh, it's another reason that I'll take this the wrong way, but there's another reason that I started uh, making music. I I saw how much it uh, influenced people, and I'm like, that's an insane amount of influence. I saw the influence it had on me. Yeah, I was like, yo, this is, and it's still shaping my life. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't know this. I go to school. Um, I uh, study microbiology, and uh, and still I, I do music, but it's still shaping my life. You know, right? I could be doing something else, or it can be it keeps me out of trouble sometimes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it puts me in a little bit of trouble. Busy, right? Yeah, sometimes it puts me a little bit in trouble because I just you know. You want to do crazy stuff, but for the most <laughs> part, for the most part, people in El Paso the last four years changed big time. Like, well, we had a big influence of people that were not from here. That's what made the big mm-hmm. change. Also, mm-hmm. the 
Fort Bliss. You got a ton of military just... Yeah, brought a lot of people in. People from everywhere now, right? All over the U.S. And I became like a little mini melting pot. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, For sure. I remember before I even left to Miami, there was this Puerto, uh, this Puerto Rican barber. And everyone in town knew about him because he was Puerto Rican. He was like the only Puerto Rican anyone in El Paso knew. Like, I didn't know any other Puerto Rican but this dude... So he was like super famous just because he had an accent. Oh yeah, and you you didn't see other people, you know, from other parts of of the state or the country like that. But now you do. It's super common to see how big the city's getting. Um, the music industry, I think, is definitely changing. Not only like in El Paso and how much it's growing, but also how it's being marketed. Right. Uh-huh. You're talking a little bit about social uh, social media being yeah. influenced and also SoundCloud. How. Because I actually had, I've had a couple other rappers, right? We had a Crystal Poppin on here as well. Um, and she talked about uh, SoundCloud as well being kind of an influence for her. Um, oh, but there's time. There's, there's definitely those niches, but I think also those niches, those little, you know, those tools that we have to promote and market ourselves, they have also a, a time glass on them. You know, and the time, you know, SoundCloud, you Has said time. maybe... As for a while it was popping and people were getting famous, but maybe attention has shifted elsewhere. So talking about marketing, talking about how you're promoting yourself, what is marketing like? What does it take to really market yourself in this day and age and get your music out there? I'm going to say at least it's a part-time job. At least. Um, that's sure, not, right? not a full-time job. That's why you got, you got help. Yeah, I got a tell my manager, right. Eddie, Eddie the Great. Uh, you know, I get a lot of help. My girl, um, get a lot of help from um, JD Beck. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> she's here with us, but she's just shy. But if you know, you probably knew that. Anyway, um, my, uh, I want to say, I have, an, I have a promoter. Um, but you need a team. It's a part time. Jack, yeah, BCB, BCB is is pretty much my team, even though. Uh, some of them have moved out, moved out in the last month to Vegas. Shout out to them. Um, I'm find new shit. Hey, living it up. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe a move for me soon. But um, let's go. You know, and a lot, a lot of the time I promote myself on mm-hmm. Instagram. And you just gotta. There's so many ways to promote yourself, and uh, it's just a game. It's just like a guessing game. Sometimes you gotta. What three platforms would you say are, are the most influential for you to, to promote and market your music? Okay, so the three most influential platforms, I'm going to say first in general. Twitter, Instagram, I guess Facebook, but Facebook for old heads. Old heads like 29, <laughs> older. Yeah. But uh, I guess Facebook, a lot of people use Facebook, but if not, like a lot of people use Reddit. Reddit, but that's just like more deep, like more, more known. More so known. for music, you would prefer those three platforms over even SoundCloud, YouTube? Oh, it's cause, it's cause, it's, it's cause why it's different because it depends what you're trying to grow. If you're trying to grow your name as a person, as a rapper, you're going to want to go Instagram or Twitter. If you're trying to grow your name, Instagram or Twitter, I think it's, it, it's pretty much easier to grow on Instagram, right? Yeah, Instagram is pretty much. I think Instagram is probably the hottest platform. Yeah, in general. It's because Twitter is very big, but it's harder to get noticed. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, it's easy to get noticed. Right. And uh, 
So if you go on Instagram and uh, and you're able to able to show, it's because if you want, for example, I was saying you want to grow yourself, your name, not necessarily your music, just your person, your Instagram. Because you could be a character. You could be fucking just breaking shit. You could be a rapper. Your music's decent, but you know, every fucking show you're <clears throat> punching somebody in the nose. And yeah, that's what that's what sells, bro. Yeah. You know, you know who Boonking is? No. Boonking? Yeah, he's a... Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Boonking, yeah. He has some fucked up videos, dude. Yeah, I don't like shit. him. I mean, I don't like him. Fuck what does he do for the people that don't know? Fucking... How am I supposed to like a nigga who goes in New York City downtown and... Body slam is a vendor's stand. Selling jewelry. Like, man doesn't have much money. How am I supposed to like that? I don't... Dude, I, he does some dumb shit. I don't like that humor. Uh, but it's... What does it do? It's... It sells. We're all talking and about... And I'm not hating on podcast. him. I'm not hating on him. You know, he's doing good. I got out of jail or whatever. But, uh... Do, do, do what sells, I guess. Yeah. You know? But that's an example. Prime example. You know, music-wise. Yeah. Growing your influence. So, person, yeah. Brand-wise. Instagram. Yeah. Want to grow your music? Spotify playlist. Spotify. And uh, I was talking to uh, uh his name is A Bond. He's uh, that's his at. He's a uh, you know his rapper called Kid Bull. That's his manager, and he noticed my song bag. I had this whole promote. I had this whole thing on Instagram catch a little bit of uh, traction. Mm-hmm. Uh this one this one popular Uzi fan page with like thirty thousand followers posted my song bag and was like uh sounds like suspicious to Uzi like sounds like suspiciously close to Uzi almost like Uzi bit his flow and this song is a snippet of Uzi it hasn't even come out yet but if you were to look at the video or listen to my song bag it shows it like side by side and yeah it's got some similarities and uh that that gained a lot of attention to my profile like two weeks ago like three weeks really? ago yeah I gained a lot like a lot of people were like Nah, this nigga clout chasing, this nigga whack, he hating, he was he way better. And a lot of people were like, damn, it was pretty hard. Fire, follow me. Got yeah. like 200 followers. Those are the ones that you care about. Those yeah. Ones Even the ones that hate on me, they still, I still care about them because they go get my Instagram numbers. They give me uh, clicks. It's all about clicks on Instagram. Yeah. It's all about clicks. If you click on something, you're making somebody money. That's why I'm so like cautious with my clicks. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, believe it or not, every like is like you, you move it. You move it. Uh, anyway. I was talking about the, uh, uh, your music, yeah, so Avon, uh, promoting your music, Kid Boo's manager saw the bag, saw it from that page, I guess, and he hit me up, he's like, yo, it goes off, and I was like, yo, what the fuck, um, it's crazy, this and that, and he's like, I'm gonna share your music on a, on a Spotify playlist, um, got like 75,000 monthly listeners some shit like that and or 100,000 monthly listeners and that does good for your music that does numbers for your music mm-hmm. same for SoundCloud like playlists that repost with big numbers numbers for your music yeah uh, so Spotify growing your music but brand wise so is it possible to do both yeah it's yeah, uh, you need another person you can't do you need a fucking you can't <laughs> you can't record and, man- and do music Manage your Instagram and manage uh, your music getting plays at the same time. You can't do it. Not one person. Yeah. No, it's impossible. I'm not right. Yeah. So obviously these these big names are doing it just because of the team that the yeah the time yeah, that they've been in kind of the game. One thing that I think Opasso needs to work on is that uh, 
lot of plus people from El Paso do a ten of hate on on people on each other, and at this point, I don't I don't fuck with you. I don't listen to you. If you don't fuck with me, I don't fuck with you. You know, if I don't I don't get anybody's face unless there's a need to. Mm-hmm. But if you if you stay in your own lane, I'm gonna stay in my own lane, and that's it. And a lot of people that ends up biting people in the ass because people don't like to be social with each other don't like to I don't know it's weird people will go out and promote some artists they don't even know about mm-hmm. and their homie that went to high school they don't even like this picture yeah you know it's yeah. like okay I mean I get it you like the other artists but and I think too that's kind of one thing that I don't know like I told you I, I did music also and I experienced that as well yeah but I see like on the outside looking in because I don't do music anymore yeah. and it's just like yeah yeah Oh, I would like to like, like I think it's it's one of those things where as long as you understand that you have a specific market, you're only you're not gonna please every single person just like you said, right? Right. So I only give my attention to people that need my attention. Like when it comes down to real estate, I'm a realtor, right? I, right. I do real estate. I don't I don't fucking hunt down people or go in people's DMs like, hey, you wanna buy a house, you wanna buy a house. Cause that's annoying. Oh right? yeah, that's spammy. That's fucking. It's just garbage. No one buys houses from people like that. Well, there are people actually, but I don't buy people. I don't buy houses from people like that. So, um, instead of being spammy, I really focus and give one hundred and ten percent of my attention to the people that want my services. So, if you're wanting to buy a house, reach out to me. Contact me. If you want me to sell your house, contact me. But I provide the content, provide the value, and it's just up to you to take that first step and reach out, you know? But I only mess with people and give attention to the people that need my services and want my services. Not the people that are like, oh, I don't know, you kind of suck, but try and force me to go with, like, I'm not, like, get out of here. Like, I don't even, you know? Like, not worth my time. Yeah, it's not worth my time. So I think that now looking at the music industry or just kind of talking about that aspect, it applies to everything in life, whether yeah. you're doing music, whether you're doing, whether you're starting your own business, you know, whatever you're doing, you're, you're going to deal with people that hate, just fucking pass those people. Like they don't matter. Yeah. Cause at, at the end of the day, in the long run, when you're playing, we're all playing this game and in the long run, right? In the long run, those people don't fucking matter. Those people don't contribute to the ultimate goal. Yeah. So and that's what I was saying. doesn't matter. That's what I was saying. Um, I was telling my girlfriend that, Hey, um, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever it takes to become as a rapper, make it as a rapper. And yeah. a lot of people see faith in me. A lot of people say, hey, pick another hobby. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you for your comments. And like, it's right. funny to me. But I'm saying, why would I, uh, why would I care what these people think about me or what anybody thinks about me if they're never going to do anything else for me? Yeah. The only thing they could do for me, whoever it may, it may be, that if they don't like me, right? The only thing they can do for me is something negative, not like me. They're never gonna do something positive for me. Right. They're never gonna help me. They're never gonna go pay me hundred dollars, hey man. Uh, or they're never gonna get me out of a jam, you know? So why would I care? Mm-hmm. If they're not there for the good, they're only yeah. there for the bad. It's stupid of me to care about them. So yeah. it's just mind over people like that and I'm When forward. did you graduate high school? Twenty fourteen. Fourteen. So I don't know if you heard this, but I heard this when I graduated high school too. It was like people that you're associating yourself with right now you're not going to talk to them in five ten years oh yeah like you're not yeah and you that's just kind of what happens in life is that everyone 
goes their own different ways. Everyone has their own different path. And you start to realize who supports you and who doesn't. And one thing that I will say is there's this quote, you can't be a, you can't be a preacher. You can't be a preacher in your own hometown. Why? You can't be a, a and what it, what it kind of goes with that is like, you know, like say for example, I hit, I became a fucking super famous actor, right? My family, my friends, the people that grew up with me won't ever look past me as an eighth grader or me as a seventh grader or me as that memory or that memory or that memory. They right. won't, they don't look at me the same way that somebody in Florida, me as a famous actor would look at me and worship me. You get me? So the people that know you the most, the people that have grown up with you and associate yourself with you the most tend to be the less supportive only because wow. you or they see you as something else, see you as who you really are. But this is where it gets interesting is this is kind of a egotistical thing where you have to kind of understand that that's okay. Cause the people that support you don't like your mom isn't going to call you a little six, six. She's going to call you your damn name, right? Nice. She calls you your damn name nice. and that probably will never change. But that's where sometimes people confuse that with support and, and actual like, Yo, this person supports me, or maybe they don't give a fuck that I'm a rapper. You know, like some people are famous as hell, and their parents don't even know what the fuck they do. Like, oh, you just owe me money. You know, like, you know. But there's how? Yeah, yeah, I know. But you'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of people like that. But it 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 happens. Like you just when you go through life and you start focusing on things. Like I have family that have gone to other realtors for services and shit. You know, and I'm like. I'm a fucking realtor. Like, I'm in the family. But at the same time, now it's like, I don't take that personal at all. It's business. Move on. You yeah, know, absolutely. You know, it doesn't phase me. It doesn't change no. the goal, you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. No, so, I, something that you mentioned that, that doesn't phase me anymore. Uh, for example, my uh, my feelings, I feel like changed also uh, since I started music. Uh, I used to be more soft-spotted, like... I used to, I still have a soft side, you know. I'm I'm a nice person genuinely, and but just don't piss me off about like something you're not supposed to piss me off about. Yeah. But for example, um, I don't know, man. I got into a bad habit recently of uh, and contacting different local DJs or or people. <laughs> people to um, you know, people I just need to be in contact with. Let's just leave it at that. But. All right, people for, for D, for example, a DJ had a situation where I I, mess, I sent him a whole paragraph, uh, uh, you know, uh, checking uh, like a correct writing on Instagram, a, a, a proper DM, you know, I was like, yo, Just brother, who you are, explaining him what, yeah, yeah. And like, if he could please help me or, or, or if, if he knew somebody or if he could listen to. He was trying song. to get out there. If he like, could listen to my songs to see if he could maybe add them to his mix and play them at night, it was my ultimate goal. <coughs> and if not, that's fine. You know, I understand. You already have your mix. It's cool. Right. But I messaged him. And he's seen it. And he left me already. And I was just like, okay. And he left me already for like a week. And I was just like, right, you know what? Whatever. And this has kind of been brewing inside me for a while. Like, situations like these. And then I was just like, hey, thanks for fucking leaving me already. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. That fucking works out. Thanks. Uh, 
or whatever. I was just like a dick response. I, I messaged him again. You messaged him? Yeah, yeah. And then he messaged saying, oh, my bad, this and that. Right. Also, I've been doing that. Is that your bad habit? You it picked it up recently. I've so, been... I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Because I think I that... I good habit. Because, yeah, yeah. And that's good that you at least acknowledge it's it. It's not, yeah. Because I think that, um, like, bro, and I'm only saying this because Why I'm help? actually a victim on the other side. I have the bad habit. I have a bad habit. Okay, this is where we're going to have some some enlightenment <laughs> awakening of moments right here. Because I'm now seeing your perspective, but I have a bad habit of opening messages, especially while I'm driving, reading them. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to write back right now and never read Me too. I got in shit from this one dude that I interviewed on this podcast. I'm not going to mention who, but his partner. The day that I was going to message them and shout out their business and everything, this, this douchebag writes to me and fucking goes off. Like, but he like wrote me paragraph, 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 paragraph. Like if I broke his heart or some shit. Oh, and <laughs> he was going off on me on because I, I left him on red a year ago. Which I was like, whoa, bro, like, when, what? And I'm looking at the message, I was like, like, I don't even know what happened. I was probably driving, I was probably talking to a client, but I had that bad habit. So sometimes it's not intentional, yeah, but you're right. coming yeah. back with that negative could sometimes, Hard like, yeah, it could, it could mess it up. But if you came back like, hey, I don't know if you saw, you know, like, you could be on the other end like, motherfucker, fuck yeah. you. But if you're like, Hey, I don't know if you saw that message that I sent you just to send it again. You might have gotten a different response, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I'm, on, I'm not even saying that to scold because I feel like I'm on the other end of that too because I fuck up. But I've also been in that in your shoes too. Like I've no, been you know what? seen and I'm like, yo, what's up? Yeah, no, I... It's I, frustrating, I, huh? I let, <laughs> I let people on read too. Yeah. Uh, I think about it. I do. I have. But it's just that... But it's because if you said it happens yeah I, I get it but I think for you right now like I think you know listening to your album I feel like you're very talented especially in a year and 10 months bro like if you're doing this shit that's that's very new yeah but you seem very you sound very not, not new you know yeah. you seem pretty experienced yeah I think you definitely have a lot of time and right now it's really about building your network Right now, it's about reaching as many people, not just in El Paso either, like, no. obviously, you know, out, out of city too, but really growing your name, growing your exposure, and I really feel that with the music that you're producing right now, and how your music sounds, you can go far. Thank you. You just really need to, like, it. Like I don't know if you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, Gary V? I don't. No? Bro, follow him. I'm going to tag you right. after this, okay? So, um... But you're literally, he talks about this because he interviews a lot of uh, rappers. So he's one of the founder, uh, one of the co-founders of Uber um, oh. and, and different apps like that. But yeah. he's really big, bro. But he has a huge Shit. social media following. And he sits down with a lot of rappers and he's always talking about, you're literally one song away from Damn, getting known. I never heard, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it is like, now that I hear that message, it's like, Yo, it's crazy to hear how many artists have stopped making music when they were so close. You know, they were so close to making that one song that just fucking hit. And that's really what you kind of have to think about. But you're literally that one song or that one 
person away meeting meeting that one connect yeah, that's all about that could literally set you in the right path um so just keep that in mind too because that's something that i like trust me bro i do and i'm in a stressful ass like career and there's times where i'm like but the message that i'm writing is super positive and, <laughs> like it's you have to think about this you have a goal you have to play the game in your favor, right? You have to hit that goal. Yeah. So even though you're mad, it's like, it's like, fuck you, fuck you isn't gonna hit the goal, but fuck you, fuck you, hey, sorry about that. Right. You know? That's you're where, right, bro. That's, that's literally my mentality. Just, yeah. I only say that because I know where you're coming from, I know the frustration, but you have some time, you have you know, the right tools that I think you need to make it, it just really takes time. This is a time game. Like, Shut that's up. what it is with music, bro. It's like, people yeah, don't get I know, stop. known the next day, but with the right time, with the right network and right connections, you for sure can go far. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, but Absolutely. keep getting your music played, bro. Won't, won't stop, won't put it down, though. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, what, uh, if you could go back, you're 23 right now, right? You started yeah. rapping a year and 10 months ago? Yeah. If you go back a year and 10 months ago, give yourself one piece of advice before you put that one song on SoundCloud, what would it be? Shit, man, like... What would you tell yourself? It's just that I could tell myself things. thing is that I wouldn't be able to do it. So the thing I would tell myself it would be to, you know what? Learn, learn this. Uh, and learn how to sound like this and develop your voice, but I didn't start developing my voice good until a few months, like six months. I was like really starting to get, comf- get comfortable. Mm-hmm. I was like, com- the first time you're not that comfortable, bro. Yeah, I remember hearing my voice. No one likes your voice. You didn't like your voice either, huh? Yeah. First time. It sounds different hearing it. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> me outside of your head, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no, and it's just, uh, but I would tell myself to, um, To just focus down and uh, not to give up. I don't know. That's what I would tell myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite good. So, where? What's a long term? Long term goal for you? What is? What uh, is the end goal for you? Where? Where do you want to be? Long term goal. And you know what? I was when I first started rapping. I would tell my girl, you know what? I don't even want to rap because of the money. I don't even want to rap because I want people to, to whatever to get cars, fame. No. The only, the only reason I want to rap is so that. The rappers that are currently famous can hear me and say, hey, this nigga is good. He's good. I just want the recognition more than anything. And I feel when it's an organic reason like that, like mm-hmm. a true love rather than doing it for money, right. I feel like that's when your true talent, talent comes out and you can't really have a shot at something. Because if you're doing something for money, it can work, but it's just going to be, it's not that much from the heart. Right. I actually just dropped a snippet now, right? Did we drop it already? Can we drop it? <laughs> you know? After the after life. But um we just we just dropped a snippet from last week's podcast and it's a snippet of my favorite quote, right? Right, Sosa? I haven't seen it yet. Um but my favorite quote is money follows, it doesn't lead. So when you have the right oh, intention, wow. when true. you always have the right intention, when you're following what you love, when you're doing what you love and, and what you really are supposed to be doing in life. And not doing it for the money. Right. You're not, you know, growing up your whole life and I'm going to become a lawyer because I'm going to make a lot of money type shit. 
-hmm. When you do it for the right reason, money always follows. Yeah. You know? And that's something that I've realized too. Like in real estate, bro, I've been super successful. And it's only because of that mentality. Like I'm not taking my clients to houses that pay more. I'm taking my clients to houses that they're going to be happy in the next five, 10 years. You know? So that's the mentality that going off of what you just said, money follows, it doesn't lead. Like you have the right intention. You're doing it for what you love. You know, the money is just a little bonus on top of that. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you got to, you got to come from the heart and do what you want. But yeah, most definitely, bro. For sure. For sure. Um, what, uh, what's next for you? What, what, what's the next project? Obviously this just came out a couple of weeks ago. I'm pretty sure you, you worked really hard uh, on that. Taking a vacay yeah, or you still No, no, I'm still, I'm still working. You can't stop, you know, um, I was like, you know what, maybe I can take a little break then, but then, uh, I remember this video I had seen, uh, Young Thug on Instagram right after dropping his album. The next day he was at the studio, like late night. I was like. Young Thug, multi-millionaire, influencer, successful person, doesn't take a day off. How could I? Then I'm seven steps behind. Do you think that he thinks or maybe feels like, even though he dropped that album and he's influencing so many people, maybe he hasn't reached the influence that he wants to? Oh, he definitely hasn't. Do you think every time he gets behind that booth, like he's kind of with that mentality, like, I'm one song away from reaching that? It's because he's huge, but... He can be bigger. Yeah. You can always be bigger. And I know it's a common thing to say, hey, uh, he's uh, he's a little bit underrated, because he is. Um, but he inspires so much. Yeah, everybody's always chasing another another bet. Everybody's always chasing the next step. Um, so yeah. Uh, I got big moves coming. I think I'm gonna uh, smoke perp and uh, Trill, Sam, Trill Sammy are gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke Perp and Trill Sammy are uh, coming into town uh, in a few weeks. Um, Trying to open? I know the promoter, I know the owner of the bar. I'm most likely gonna open, so. Dope, bro. Go get that show. You're gonna get some tickets? Yep. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's cool, man. Yep. That's dope, bro. Well, hopefully you, you get that. That'll be, that'll be huge, too. It's all about exposure, it's all about getting your face in front of. Most all the shows and it's crazy because a lot of these shows a lot of people don't know that I mean a lot of the music and everything that you're doing it's all out of pocket it's like yeah. a lot of the shit you have to do in the beginning for free oh. just to get that exposure uh, I just got paid for a, I just got paid uh, for a feature like a couple days ago some the Paso rapper who's barely coming up uh, I saw features for 75 right now so he sold me Sold him a seventy-five dollar feature. He liked it. I mean, it's it's pretty good. So yeah. I'm working on that right now. That's We're cool. gonna drop that next. But yeah, it's my next little project coming up. That's well, it's just his it's feature on his track, but it goes hard. Yeah. It's gonna be his debut song. It's his first song ever. <laughs> That's cool. What uh, you gave yourself advice? Obviously, if you were to go back a month, a year, in ten months. But you know, for the other artists here in El Paso, the ones that you just mentioned that are starting off kind of maybe getting their feet wet, yeah. what advice would you have for them? Definitely don't care what people think about you. Definitely don't uh, hesitate. Say, do what you want to do. If you want to be a rapper, you can't think about it twice. You just got to do it. Once you've had a thought and you know you want to do it, you can't. Because I know so many people that were like, oh, uh, yeah, bro, a few years ago I wanted to rap. And even if you stop rapping, at least you gave yourself a shot. But if you never even did it one time, 
then you're just fucking yourself at that point. You know, yeah. you're only here for a limited time. Might as well do it make and make shit, as you yeah. not put your eggs in the same basket, you know. Sure. Try to make the same the most out of your time. And so I'll tell them, don't care about what people say about you and just uh, try your heart out. Do what you want. That's the only way you're gonna do anything. Wise words. Wise words. I like to end or kind of wrap up every single podcast asking. You want to wrap up the the podcast with the rapper? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Let's wrap up the rapper while he's rapping. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You don't wrap me up. <laughs> Just kidding. So, uh, oh, you want to rap? You want to? Ah, uh, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> they have to pay for that. <laughs> Seventy-five dollars, so so. Pay the man. Yeah, so what uh, I like to kind of wrap up the podcast with this question being from El Paso, obviously. Yeah. You're born and raised? Yep. Born and raised? Yep. I love El Paso. Um, born and raised as well. And I feel like we just have so much dope shit, especially food, right? Oh, yeah. So, um, what are your favorite places to eat? In El Paso, Texas, places to hang out and place to go up and celebrate. One place for each one of these places. Man. Place to eat, go. That's the hardest one. I can't, I can't tell you why I like to eat, then Op's gonna run up on me when I'm not expecting it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, Alright, eat. Uh, favorite spot? Definitely one of my favorite spots. Cozy. Um, cozy go? Yeah. Cozy's dope. Cozy's good. It's alright. It's good. It's just because it has steak and seared tuna and sushi, so that's what I'll take. And, <laughs> that's his plate. And, um... To hang out. Bro, I don't even like going around that many people that much because people are always starting something. But, so, like, catch you during the day, what's your favorite spot to just be a little 6'6"? Six, six? It's because... It's because you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll just say the favorite place to probably go out. Probably go out... Go out, out, celebrate. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, I do have a few, but all right. I'm just gonna say Spirit of Sixty Six right now, cause uh, Spirit Sixty Six. DJ always playing me there. That's dope. Uh, so I'll fuck with that spot. Cincinnati. Cincinnati's fun, huh? It's scary. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty scary. Yo, I just wanna say something real fast, and I've been trying to figure this out for a couple weeks, and tell my girl. Why do they tell, why do they call Dirty Sanchez, Dirty Sanchez, but on the outside of the building it says famous or gourmet hot dogs? Don't understand. Well, I, I'll ask Dicky. We're rescheduling Dicky for next week. For yourself. Right, make sure you I'll see ask him. Those six six other questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make sure you <laughs> I'll ask him about the hot dog. Uh, you said eat, hang out, and what was the last one? Eat, hang out, and go out. But you said... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you haven't mentioned the, the hangout. I guess you don't have a hangout spot? Yeah. Studio? studio. Barnes & Noble? Studio. Yeah, yeah. studio. That's like every rapper... That's uh, yeah. answer. I feel like you have to be there, right? A lot of time. That's cool. Cool, bro. Well, definitely excited for people to hear your story, hear your podcast, and yeah. catch your music. Where can people find you? What are your, what are your tags? So, Instagram. That's where I'd be. Uh, Lil66. Lil... The word six, then the number six, all together. Um, I have music on SoundCloud. Uh, Major League Drip is on all platforms. So you can get any platform you want. But Apple Music is the hottest one, I would say. That's why I have my, most of my plays. Apple Music. So yeah. Um, shout out my boy, JD Bag. Shout out BCB. You know how it go.
make sure you guys check out his album, Major League Drip. It's pretty dope. I don't care is my favorite album. I don't my favorite song. Which one's your favorite? I don't care. That's your favorite too? I don't care my favorite one too. Yeah? I don't care about money yet. What's your favorite song? Gabby My Love. Gabby <laughs> My Love? Gabby <laughs> My Love. Last thing, Gabby My Love is uh, my ninth song on the album. And it's a little bit country. It's a tiny bit country. Yeah, it's the one that came out and you're like, oh, it's a romantic one. <laughs> yes, it is. It is, it is now. It yeah. That's the only like, song yeah. kind of like That's that. That's cool. That's for my girl. Uh, yeah, so, you know how it go. <laughs> That's cool. Yo, excited for, you know, again, your podcast to come out and people to check it out. Hopefully you guys all get to listen to those 66. Really excited to see where you're at in the next year and 10 months bro i feel like oh, okay. you can drop another album another yeah, album you know i can't too. say too much but i definitely got something coming this year something else for you know so don't sleep on me and actually another spot to hang out is back night back night back night's cool back night's pretty shout cool. out my boy a sinatra a sinatra <laughs> there's so many names on here you gotta get all the handles on it yo um excited to have you on bro appreciate you coming through again podcast runs a little longer i just dropped my apple um, <laughs> but podcast ran a little longer than expected really excited to have all y'all check it out make sure you guys tune in every single wednesday where we have entrepreneurs influencers movers and shakers just like little six here on the episode thanks again bro we'll see thank you, you for having me Cheers, pleasure bro. Thank you for listening to Whiskey Wednesdays. Hope you enjoy this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. And you can see more on YouTube, Instagram, and Apple Podcasts.